Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Strategic partnerships and effective proposal writing. Many times when the proposal is being evaluated, you will be absent. So all the potential questions that may come up should have been preempted and answered in advance. Now, why do we need this presentation? Because we make very common mistakes very often in our proposals. And I'm going to present six of the most commonly made mistakes in proposal writing. The first one is what I call a one-sided selfish outlook. If I may, with your permission... I would like to compare a proposal, a business proposal, or a partnership proposal to a marriage proposal in several respects. You are asking for a partnership. So you cannot go and propose to a woman and then you are thinking about yourself, your pleasure, your comfort, everything about yourself without looking at the other party. Similarly, in crafting a business proposal, you must be seen to be also seeking the interest of the other party. And so when your proposal talks about, and it will help us achieve our objective of doing this, and we will be able to achieve our this, and we will be able to reach this place, hey, it's not only about you. The second mistake we make in proposals is what I call the entitlement mentality. And that is the assumption people make that they are entitled to be helped. They are entitled to have you patronize their product or to sponsor their event or their program. And that is the kind of writing that comes with a certain assertion that you see, and we have done this and therefore deserve to be supported and helped. Proposals that have factual and statistical inaccuracies are a no-go area. If there are factual errors, you say somebody founded something, the person didn't found it. You say this is this, there are this number of people and it's not the case. You say this company, the company you are writing to is the promoter of a particular product and they are not the promoter of that product. It is a no-go area. When you do that, it finds its way straight into the trash. Then we have long and inappropriate content. Sometimes people write a proposal like a long essay and you give the person analyzing the proposal the difficult task of sifting through the morass to try and find out what is relevant and what is not. These are busy executives who just do not have time. And so, ideally, have an outline that shows what you are trying to say and have an executive summary or a cover sheet that gives an overview. In case the person is too busy, you can at least get a picture of what the person is trying to allude to. The next one that is a commonly made mistake is poor packaging and layout. Sometimes the packaging is just not good enough. I can tell you for sure that no matter how intelligent your proposal is, no matter how feasible the collaboration between yourself and the potential sponsor is, if your proposal arrives with pen marks all over and ink smudges at the edges, and in some cases, I've seen lipstick on the proposal. I don't know what the person was trying to achieve. But putting lipstick on the proposal is sending a very different signal, which some of us do not appreciate. 
you will not get any form of um, collaboration from a very serious organization. So that can be very costly. And then the last one is what I call the little foxes. The things that one can overlook, but which will cost you. They will come back to haunt you. For instance, you may find this very far-fetched, but in our book, Career Star Park, we talk about the fact that sometimes something as small as an email address can disqualify you from a partnership. If you send a CV, a proposal, a very serious corporate request for collaboration, and your email address is sexybaby at yahoo.com, there is no way any serious corporate organization will take you serious. And I've seen it over and over again. Sometimes these are email addresses that we took when we were in early days in secondary school. And as we have grown, we have not as yet come to terms with the fact that everything matters. Serial bomber at hotmail.com. What do you want to come and bomb? Sometimes somebody submits a proposal and the telephone number that they give you call it and they say the number you have called, it doesn't exist. The person has not been meticulous enough to check the details of their own contacts. Sometimes it's what I call cut and paste. They submitted a proposal to UNICEF and now they are submitting to UNDP. And they cut and paste and did not check. And so the cover sheet says proposal to UNDP. You open the first page, <laughs> this proposal is addressed to UNICEF. When you do that, no matter how good the proposal is, you are given the impression of mass mailing to whom it may concern. It does not concern me. You won't get support. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A. For free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,